There's no sign of his body, sir. Then he's not dead. Double your search. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're going to continue from where we left off yesterday. However, I want to focus on one point of the next scene that may have passed under the radar for some. So at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda and Sidious had this all-out crazy duel that ended up being more of a force battle than anything else. In the end, Yoda jumped to strike the Emperor down. However, with an accurate shot to his hand, Palpatine knocked Yoda's lightsaber from his grasp, sending it tumbling down below to the depths of the Senate Stadium. The duel then continued in a battle of the force, where Yoda collected as much of Palpatine's force lightning as he could, until the pileup was far too great for him to handle, and ended the fight in an explosion of energy, sending both warriors in opposing directions. However, due to Yoda's lighter and smaller stature, he flew back further than Palpatine, and ended up falling to the floor where his lightsaber had disappeared to. Deciding to fight or escape from Sidious and oncoming clones, he scurried up a shaft and into the safety of Senator Bail Organa, leading to his eventual exile from Kashyyyk to Dagobah, where we don't see him again for about a quarter century later in The Empire Strikes Back. As the clones look for the Grandmaster Jedi, the scene continues eventually with Anakin's storyline, and the rest, as you've all seen, is history as we know it. So in this comic, after yesterday's episode, which I covered the beginning part, Palpatine shows him the city of Coruscant, leading us to Masamita and the clones, hosting a speech now that all the Jedi were dead. Never again will we fear the Jedi. Through the grace of our Emperor Palpatine, we were saved from their treachery. The Jedi are gone. The Emperor saw through their separatist plots, their lies. He survived that attempt to assassinate him. And now, at last, we are safe. As we see the clones throw barrel after barrel of Jedi lightsabers into a massive furnace, it's pretty obvious what they're about to do with them. Presumably, these sabers are collected from the dead bodies in the Jedi Temple after Anakin massacred them. Now, I want you all to look closely with me as Masamita maniacally looks to the last saber holding it to the sky to be burned and with it, the perceived memory of the Jedi altogether. That is until Luke shows up. We have entered a new age. An age of freedom! We can actually see that he's holding the lightsaber of none other than Jedi Grandmaster, Yoda. As he throws it into the furnace, Palpatine sighs with relief. None of them understand it. None but you and I. Do you understand, Lord Vader? Yes, you could have given me any one of those lightsabers to corrupt, even Yoda's, but you did not. The saber of a Sith is not given, it is taken. So, finally we have a canon conclusion, albeit super subtle and something only those familiar with the weapon will be able to pick out. I hope I was able to be of some assistance that if you may have missed it in the comic, then now you know. Be sure to check out yesterday's video, which this one continues on, and I'll also upload another video later today or tomorrow from this comic, where Palpatine explains to Vader why Sith lightsabers are red. 
And that'll be the new canon answer from Disney. So the second issue arrives at the end of June, and I'll continue the story as soon as we get it, of course. But until then, enjoy yesterday's video if you haven't seen it already. And also, thanks to all the emails that I got regarding the hats. It's immensely appreciated and allows me to do these videos full-time. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.